matter in 2021 to the Pirates. And by that, I'm not talking about some big organizational overview or anything at all related to the minor leagues. I'm talking about at PNC Park in the NL Central standings. What would actually matter? Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports and this, the newly reborn DK Sports Radio Podcasting Network. I'm in Cincinnati for football, always with at least one eye and one ear on baseball and your beloved Buckos. They have to be your beloved Buckos, too, by the way. If you're listening to this, don't deny that. I know it's uncool right now <laughs> to like the Pirates or even baseball. But I busted you because you're here and you're listening to this. And if you are, then there's a really, really good chance that you're also invested in how the parent club does on the field right in front of your eyes. People like me talk and write and pontificate endlessly about how it's paramount that the Pirates build from the bottom up. And it really is. It really is. There's no other way to do it within Major League Baseball's embarrassingly imbalanced economic structure. There's just not another way. You can get lucky, but there isn't a methodical way. You have to load up the talent that's at hand when it's in the minors, when it's affordable, have those players come along at somewhat similar time frames, whether it's their zero to three years uh, contract-wise, whether it's their arbitration years, which are way more expensive, but still, for the most part, not astronomically unaffordable. And then you got to hope it all converges. Everything just clicks. It's obviously very rare. Go ask the Dodgers, who've made the World Series four years in a row with the majors number one payroll four years in a row, and hey, yippee, they finally broke through and won one. That's baseball right now. That's what it is. Sure, it's cute that the Rays got there, but whatever. So what happens in Pittsburgh? Now, I say so often that it doesn't matter. But the truth is it does. It matters to a lot of people. It matters to a lot of people. And you know what? When the product is right in front of me, when I'm covering it, whether it's in Pittsburgh or somewhere on the road, I'm not going to be looking at it thinking, boy, that doesn't matter. So it does. What does? What do you want to see out of 2021? My response will be to basically echo Derek Shelton on this. He says he wants to see the team get better. Now, you can roll your eyes at that the same way you can roll your eyes at most everything the Pirates say because the context is that they stink, so they're real easy to make fun of anytime they say anything. So get better from what? They were an absolute catastrophe in 2020. 19 and 41 doesn't even begin to describe how bad they were, especially early on. Historically bad. One of the worst teams in franchise history. So get better from that. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> Doesn't mean a thing. 
when I look at this team and I want to see it get better, I look at individual parts. That's what I'm going to be looking at more than anything in 2021. I, I see a team that's got no closer, uh, no real idea of what they're going to do in the bullpen. And when you see that, look, that can change between now and Bradenton, never mind the opening game against the Cubs. But for now, when you see that, it, it, I don't think about games. I don't think about wins and losses. I'm looking at individual players that need to get better. Brian Reynolds needs to get back on his feet. I have no idea what that was. I have no idea what that kid was doing in 2020. I have no idea how someone who was that consistent, that cool, not just in 2019, but really through his whole life, just all of a sudden could not hit up baseball and looked so bad at the plate. Out of nowhere, out of nowhere, he has to rebound. The Pirates have to have him. He has to be a cornerstone to that outfield. That is not optional. Kevin Newman, I don't put him in that class. I've never put him in Reynolds' class, but he had a 2019 that was very, very similar to what Reynolds did statistically and otherwise. Now he's entering spring training as part of some three-man competition with Eric Gonzalez and Cole Tucker. I get it. I appreciate it. Meritocracy and all that, to use another one of the Pirates' recent buzzwords, but he's he's got to rise up. You have to have players getting better, significantly better, or at least playing to their own individual potentials. A, for the team to do well, and B, for Ben Charrington to have trade assets that can achieve the longer-term goal. There's a fallacy that's been around forever among the more casual sports fans that when a player gets bad or does badly, trade him, trade him, as if it's some punitive thing. We ought to trade that guy. What are you going to get for him? I don't care. Just trade him. That's really not how you want it to work. You know, you want the player to do extremely well and then trade him, which, not coincidentally, will be at that player's peak of popularity, and therefore the trade will probably not be popular, and everyone will nutting this, nutting that. There was even some of that when Trevor Williams was released for crying out loud. Arguably the worst starting pitcher in baseball last season. They cut him. It's, ah, nutting this, nutting that. Cut guys at their peak. Not cut guys at their peak. Trade guys at their peak. Cut guys whenever they're not at their peak. (laughs) It's not going to be a fun year. It's not. Uh, This is not like last year where you still had Uh, at least before everybody started getting hurt early on, I really felt like that team could contend uh, for respectability. And then you just started seeing half the roster go down and three-fifths of the rotation. And it was like, whoa, okay, never mind on that one. This is going to be different. I think everybody sees now very clearly where this team is headed, where this general manager is headed. So if you want to root for something, and this will feel awkward, root for the individual guys to get better so that you can say goodbye. 
I tried here. I tried. I tried to give you something to look forward to when you go to the ballpark in 2021. If you go to the ballpark, I think you will actually. But it's not going to be yay team and yay they've all of a sudden gotten really good and should Ben Charrington go out and add pieces to it. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You do want individual guys to start performing better. If there are some nice results along the way, great. So be it. Let them feel good about themselves, especially the younger guys. Let's see Kebrian Hayes really take off right in front of our eyes. Let's see Kebrian Hayes have a hope for the team and the organization that's around him because you want him here for a very long time. But otherwise, man, I got nothing for you. I got nothing. When we come back, just one question. It's time for just one question, and on this program, that's always brought to you by Mike's Beer Bar. If you're too busy to get down to Mike's on Federal Street, right across from PNC Park, choose your favorites from the more than 500 beers he's got on tap, and do it from your home. Go to mikesbeerbar.com slash beer hyphen menu. Buy three crawlers, get three free. I'm going to repeat that again because that's an insane deal. Buy three crawlers and get three of them free, or you can mix and match two six-packs and get free delivery. There would be a $5 charge otherwise. Choose beers from more than 50 local breweries. There's no place like Mike's Beer Bar. Call 412-322-BEER to order and pay. The person must be 21, ID required, and present to receive delivery mikesbeerbar.com today's question just one question comes from brandon mcgavitt i'm not even really sure this is a question brandon but i'm gonna i'm gonna use it anyway dan honestly what would it take to buy out bob nutting i graduated college two years ago i'm working on my mba right now and one day i would love to save the city of pittsburgh from bob What's a dollar amount that you think would take to buy back this city for baseball? Okay, Brandon. Well, first of all, good luck in your venture. Secondly, people with a lot more money than you, and maybe a lot more money than you're going to end up with, although I wish you luck with that, have tried, have broached. They tell you that everything is for sale, but it isn't. If someone decides that something isn't for sale, then it just isn't. Um, everyone has a price, but if that price exists with Bob Nutting, it obviously hasn't been broached or achieved. Plain and simple. I, I get a lot of pushback when I say this because people like to keep hope. They, they like to hold on to something that's positive and think, all right, well, he could be gone someday. But a lot of this has to do with a lot of incorrect information that's out there. Look, I'm not going to be the one that says that Bob Nutting's been a great owner. I think he's lacked accountability. I think he's failed to instill a culture of accountability, particularly 
with that front office that he left in place for a dozen years. I think he's failed to step up and step forward as an owner when needed in areas that don't even involve payroll. Uh, Too many for me to mention, actually. But things where you would want a sports owner to be not just active and engaged, because he's involved, he's in there, he's in the offices. It's just that he delegates to a fault. And this isn't anything I haven't spoken to the man myself. He will just wait for people to mess up when, in fact, he could step in and make a difference. He also could have, after 2015, to me, his greatest transgression as owner, told Neil Huntington and Frank Coonley, hey, this is a 98-win team. I, I get it that we're going to lose A.J. Burnett. Nothing we can do about that. He's, he's retiring. Um, I get that we can't keep Jay Happ because the Blue Jays are about to break the bank for him, and they're funded by a telecommunications company. But don't be just going out and getting me Ryan Vogelsong and Juan Nicasio and whatever and saying, here we go, fellas. You got to do better than that. The owner needed to step into that. It's not just about the payroll. The money was still pretty much the same from the year before. You can say, oh, should have been more money, should have kept Hap. Great. But there needed to be some kind of initiative, some kind of push. And when you had a meek general manager who thought, well, whatever, let's just see if we can try this clever thing and see if it works to cobble together a starting rotation, someone needs to step in. He didn't do that. He failed. He let a really, really, really good team fall apart. I pin that almost entirely on Bob Nutting. Unfortunately, the legitimate criticisms, in my view, get clouded by all this boogeyman stuff that's everywhere about the tens of millions of dollars and about how he's a billionaire, which he absolutely is not. He's actually one of the more undercapitalized owners in baseball, which is one of the problems. But people hear it so often, usually on talk radio, that they believe it. And there's nothing you can do about it. Once the boogeyman is out there, people fall for it. And and that's a shame because the best way to affect change in any scenario is to apply facts, to apply irrefutable facts. Facts hurt. Facts hurt. When you get somebody on facts, you get them. When you think you've gotten somebody by making something up and they know that it's not true, they're not going to feel it. And for a long time now, that's been the way people at 115 Federal have operated because things get made up about the pirates and they just sit in there and laugh at them because they actually know that they're not true. But when you hit them with a fact, and believe me, I've done plenty of that. Oh, very, very different reaction. Very different reaction. Anyway, team's not for sale, Brandon. Sorry. (laughs) Thanks for the question and thanks to everybody for listening today. Point Park.
Park University in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door. Your car. Your gym locker. Your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.